welcome to another episode of How to Blank in 15 Minutes. I am one of your hosts, Chantal Amy Osman. I'm here with your other host, Brian Young, and today we are talking about building a platform. Um, first, you know, you've got to get some hammers, some nails, right, Brian? Uh, no, that's that's not the kind of t- that's not the kind of platform we're talking about. We're talking about an online platform or a platform to speak to people in a mass communication sense not someone barnstorming backyards oh okay so a lot of these notes aren't going to work for this um but but i do have some ideas about building an author platform particularly on social media yeah go ahead great um i i kind of like to think that you have kind of two platforms one is your writer platform or your author platform which we'll call the a platform for now um and then you have your b platform which is kind of you your personality um and what you bring to the table separately and over and above being a writer so like for your a your writer platform that's kind of twofold because you have things like what you've actually written that you can talk about you know, I have a book out, I have a new article out, I have an interview out, I have anything like this. Um, or you can talk about writing in general, you know, here are tips for how I write. I know, Brian, that you're really good about talking about how you write every day um, and sharing tips and tricks and that sort of thing and figuring out a routine. So that would kind of be that A1 platform. I'm a writer and here is either what I've written um, or some tips and tics, trips. <laughs> Gosh, let me try that one again. Tips and tricks about writing. Um, Kind of secondarily to that author platform is something that's tangential to the book or books that you've written. Um, You know, if, if you have a protagonist that's a chef, maybe you share recipes. If your book is set in Spain, maybe you share travel photos. Um, You know, things like that that have some interest to potential readers. So now with just that A platform, you're bringing in readers, you're bringing in other writers, and you're also bringing in people who have an interest in one of these tangentially related things to your book. Um, Do you have thoughts on that A platform? I think that's definitely something someone like everyone could be doing. I, I hesitate to say that you have to have a platform, right? Like I know like if you got a query for a book and they didn't have any social media platform, uh, is that going to make or break your decision to buy the book unless you have a similar book by someone who does have a platform that you like equally? Well, I like to consider this, um, and that's a really good point, because you know I would rather you just focus on writing and be really good at that than be on social media. But that being said, this is absolutely a value add. And, you know, unfortunately, writing is a competitive profession, at least as far as, you know, getting that first yes goes. Um, So you want to do everything that you can to show yourself off to the best example. And unfortunately, this has only gotten more true since the pandemic started because there are fewer in-person events. Um, even, even reviews um, and bloggers um, have either you know, folded or often reviews for books are coming in much, much later um, than we were able to count on before. So we have really lost a lot of ways that readers get exposed to books or to authors. Um, So the only chance you have is on social media to get in 
you know, eye on something. So if you're kind of good at it, or at least it looks like you're trying, that's very helpful to a publisher or an agent because it goes, okay, you know, the publisher isn't the only one, you know, putting some marketing time behind this. Yeah. Um, there's definitely like the landscape has changed a lot and it will continue to change about how you market your book. And a platform is a really good way to make sure your book gets marketed because there's definitely no guarantee that any publisher is going to market your book for you. Um, I think more and more, especially with indie publishers, they're expecting you to carry a lot of that water. Um, so having a platform can be important in them making the decision to buy your book, but you know, there, there are plenty of authors that don't. So again, I guess, take this with a grain of salt, but. Well, and the other thing, Brian, though, is that I think readers love authors and um, as an editor, you know, for a publishing house, I could sit on social media. I have a decent number of followers and I could tweet synopses of the book all day long. But if an author tweets something that's really engaging or funny or different um, and a reader starts following that author, that's way more engagement than I will ever get from a reader. And that's, you know, that that's more of a sale. Um, you know, they'd rather have an author talk about themselves and be funny or clever or interesting or informative um, than I, as an editor, could do all day long. And it's not going to get that book sale. Yeah, no, I mean, I can definitely say, like, it really depends on, like, you have to find your voice and talk about, be able to talk on social media about things that you are authentically passionate about. Um, because you're going to be asked to talk about it a lot, right? Like I'll tell you, like my social media platform, I have a, I have a fair number of followers. Um, it and has way more than I do just FYI um, listener, like the engagement I get it, it, there is a back and forth. I don't know if it translates to book sales. Like I'll have, I'll write, I'll write a tweet thread about the last Jedi or, Star Wars in general, and it'll get hundreds of likes and hundreds of retweets and I'll get hundreds of new followers. And then I'll post about my new book and it's like two likes, three likes. Um, but you need to just like, it's a long game. It's not, I'm going to sell this book immediately. Now I'm going to have people understand that there are interesting thoughts in my head that they care about and that they want to listen to. And the longer they stick around, the more interested they might be in actually picking up one of those books. Well, exactly. And I think that that's a perfect segue into what I was going to call my B platform, um, which is, you know, why you're personally interesting, you know, um, just because you haven't, your book isn't out there yet. You know, what am I going to talk about? Well, clearly, you know, process of writing anything tangentially interesting about your book, but also you and what you're passionate about. Don't be afraid to be yourself and be human and engaging, you know, um, whatever your hobby is, you know, uh, obviously, for example, Brian talks a lot about Star Wars, but, you know, I don't know, maybe you do cosplay, maybe you do, you know, you're, you're a baseball historian, maybe you, um, you know, do leather working, something that's interesting that you could share with people. Um, even, you know, you have cute pets and, and you're passionate about that. 
So something, you know, the number of times even that I have been at a conference and um, have had somebody either pitching me or an agent um, and I or that other person recognizes them because they have a platform that I know, oh, you're the person who tweets that really adorable, you know, orange cat once a week. Um, I don't mean jorts, though you are adorable, jorts. Um, but, you know, something like that, it's, it's memorable for people. And then when you do have the book out or you do have something to sell, somebody's going to be more likely because, oh, yeah, I really enjoy that content every week. Sure, I'll give their book a try. And honestly, in book sales, that's kind of the best that you can hope for. Um, because the person who tweets constantly, you know, my book's coming out, my book's coming out, my book's out, my book's out, my book's on sale. You know, I always think about the, um, you know, the kind of NPR um, sales percentage technique, you know, 80% of the time they're giving you, you know, information or entertainment. And then, you know, a couple of times a year, they do a pledge drive. And so that percentage should be the buy my book type of tweet. Yeah. And, and I mean, like personally, I find that it's like, it's better to not even hammer it. Like when you have news to announce, when you have some sort of benchmark to talk about, like your cover reveal should be a big thing you should talk about for a day or two, but don't make it the same post over and over and over again. Right. Exactly. Um, the other thing about building a platform is that like social media is a two-way street. If you are not participating with other people, what incentive do they have to be participating with you? I've definitely gotten followers and readers by interacting with the followers and readers of other writers on Twitter or other editors or other people interested in the same things that I am. You need to participate in those conversations. And if you you aren't good at that, then maybe building a platform that way is not for you. But there are other platforms too. Like you don't need social media if you can write articles for websites that will let you put a link to your website at the bottom of any articles you write. Um, that was something, that was kind of how I started building my platform way back in the day as I was writing for Huffington Post and writing for other websites. And I would drop that link to whatever I was doing at the bottom of all my articles or in my bio. And that's a platform that was just as powerful as social media. I mean, granted, it was before social media as we know it today, but that kind of stuff still works, right? Like I write for a number of websites and, and outlets that still get my name out there and get my, my bio out there and get a, a link, a URL to my website out there. So there's definitely other ways to approach platform that doesn't involve social media and if that's more comfortable to you, that's definitely something you can do. But I will say editors that I've dealt with in that, that freelance world really love seeing you promote their articles. And so you get more opportunities to write those articles if you're promoting them on social media. So it is sort of like this, this snake sort of uh, circling around and eating its own tail. Ouroboros. Yeah, like it's it's definitely something that you can get caught up in and you don't want to spend too much time on it, right? Like I talked to Gary Widow at one point. Gary Widow, for those of you who don't know, he wrote Rogue One and uh, I think the book of Eli, uh, but who cares? It was Rogue One. He wrote Rogue One. And before that, he was actually um, a video game journalist. Uh, he worked for a magazine uh, that covered video games and I asked him, I said, you know, how do you transition? Because this is something I was feeling very acutely. How do you transition from 
writing journalism stuff and covering things and interviewing people to writing creatively full time. And he said, you've got to quit. You've got to you've got to not do one to do the other. And I think that worked for him. It really did. I mean, he he he's done a lot of great stuff since then. Um, but you've got to balance that for yourself in ways that you can. And if you need the platform to get to the point where you can quit doing that, great, do it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you can at all, make it fun. Um, and, and, and also, if when you're in doubt, find somebody that you like following. You know, I'm sure that every listener out there, probably if you are on social media, is following a writer that you admire on social media. See what they do that you like and what engages you and kind of transform it for your own use, you know, figure out where your personality lies in that um, and have fun with it. Because I think that's what people really want is, you know, to follow somebody that's enjoying what they're doing. Well, and there's also this connection too, where you feel like, I mean, social media can actually build real actual friendships, but readers want to feel like they're having a friendship or a relationship with the writers that they're that they're they're talking to they want to have that little like button i mean i don't know how many times i've been in um like i'll lurk in discords for some of the communities i write in and when i like tweets of people uh who are praising my stuff or saying things to me it's weird how i'll see like screenshots of those things end up on discord servers of them going like oh he liked this he saw it like not even realizing that I'm watching that because I'm in the discord server too, because I'm a fan as well. Um, it's, it's something that like, they like that engagement. Everybody likes that engagement. Um, and, and so to do it authentically and actually build a platform, it's going to take time and effort and a constant nurturing. It's not a, this isn't, this isn't like a house, right? Like you can't just build it once and you have a house, it's like the Winchester mystery house and you just have to keep building rooms to it. Otherwise you're going to die and lose your fortune. I think that is the best um, analogy for social media that I've ever heard. And so um, we should, we should end our episode on platform building. Well, probably 10 minutes ago, but you've stuck with us. So we're ending it here. Um, And speaking of, you can find us online. I'm at suspense siren, Um, Brian, uh, at Swankmatron, you can find, and that's my platform. Uh, Twitter's probably the biggest one I'm at. And go to swankmatron.com and sign up for my newsletter and check out my books. His newsletter is really, really good. Um, and you can also find out more about the Pipeline Artist Network, um, where there are other brilliant podcasts, as well as wonderful workshops and contests um, for whatever you really want to write or are interested in writing. So check all of that out online. Um, and good luck with your platform. <laughs>